Whether it's audiobooks or all-time greatest hits, long live listening to your favorites. Learn more about Cascali Ribocyclob 200 milligrams at KISQALI.com and talk to your doctor to see if Cascali is right for you. Time now for the campus. Coda! All right. We got some sound bites. Let's start with Biff Pogey before we move on to Mike Hill. Biff Pogey at the AAC Media Days down in Texas. Whew. He said he was excited to move to a bigger stage, and they're ready to compete as they transition conferences. What the league accomplished last year is incredible. What Tulane did was incredible. But there's a lot of depth in the league. There's a lot of teams that are really good. We're excited to have the opportunity to move to a bigger stage, and uh, we're really looking forward to, uh, to participating. Yeah, Biff Pogey, we're not some Conference USA team coming into this conference, end quote. My man, Biff Pogey, he might have only had three comments today because there were only three questions answered, but in those three, he managed to give you some sound bites, especially with his dismount being a little bit better than Willie P's. No disrespect to Steamboat Willie P. What do you make of that comment? We're not some Conference USA team going to the AAC. I, and look, may, maybe I'm wrong. Let's, let's just keep it locally. Has any other coach put more pressure on themselves to deliver in year one than Biff Pogey has? So I heard Kyle talking about this with you, and he said financially, no, because Biff Pogey is worth a ton of money, way more than the usual coach getting this kind of big break in the sense of him becoming a head coach at a college for the first time. Because this man worked on Wall Street, because the man is a millionaire, no, financially, there's not a lot of pressure. But we know that these coaches care about this stuff. We know that Biff Pogey did not sign up for this job just to lose. And so if you lose more games than you're expected to and what you expect of yourself by ending your press conference saying, we get the message loud and clear why you rank us last within this conference. Hey, if you don't think that you should be last, that's great. I love it as a Charlotte fan, but you are right to some degree. He's coming out. He's firing on all accounts, saying, no, we demand our respect, and we're going to show you out there on the football field that we can win. If you don't, then, yeah, these comments are going to come back to bite you. That's just how it bites you. That's how it is. Yeah. But I, I think you're right, and I think it's also good. I think both of those things can be true for Biff Poach. Yeah, no, I mean, it's, it's it, like in our position, like we want Charlotte to win. We want them to be good. We want them to be a talking point on the station. But, man, it's kind of like, are you ready for the the reverse, like the negative energy if you fall flat on your face? Like you've come out and said, we're going to be a top 15 defense in the country. We're not a Conference USA team. We're ready to compete in a conference that Tulane beat USC a year ago. USC had the Heisman Trophy winner. Like there's good football to be played here in the American. So I hope he delivers. But you got to keep the same energy if you fall flat on your face. I'll tell you this, man. I'd rather my coach be that confident than not. You yeah. know, say like, hey, you know, we'll see what happens, yada, yada. No, nah, I'm cool with this. You go ahead and be confident. You go win those games because we're starving for it as Charlotte 49er fans. Now, here I am talking about the dismount. We have the audio. Here's Biff Pogey leaving the podium at the end of his media availability. That's it. Three questions. Maybe that's because you have us ranked last. That's all what you think of us. So that that we, we get that message. Thank you. <laughs> Pounding the gavel into the podium. That's it. Thank you. Biff Pogey is so football coach. I mean, he is so football coach, man. I love every bit of it. We have plenty of questions, by the way, coach. Like, come on. I'll have more than three for you. If you allow us the time, 
I have more than three for you, and we'd glad we'd be glad to ask them to you on Wesson Walker. So you mentioned he's so football coach. I was I was doing some stuff today and getting in preparation for the show where I just went to Google and, and typed in Biff Pogey. There were pictures of him from his high school coaching days, coaching games in a sleeveless tank top. Yeah, I know. That, that's his thing. And it, he's so football coach. That's his thing, man. He looks great. He, I, don't, I don't know how great he looks, but I think he looks great as yeah. my coach in a, sleeveless t- in a sleeveless shirt out there just making sure everybody's doing their job. Yeah, I just said a sleeveless tank top, which is what it is. Like, I just said the same thing back to back, but it wasn't. No, sleeve tank tops are my favorite. Right, of course. Yeah, exactly. So I was like, okay, this this guy means business. Uh, yeah, TC, you are right. He did just drop the mic. And Jack said, is there a more electrifying man in Charlotte right now than Biff Pogey? It's, if we're talking head coaches, it is certainly not Steve Clifford or Frank Reich. <laughs> Steve Clifford doesn't hold back. I don't want to say that he's boring, but I don't think anybody's as electrifying as he is at the head coaching spot right now. At least I wouldn't think so. Let's move on. To the Mike Hill uh, to the athletic director, I should say, in Mike Hill's comments earlier today on Mac and Bone. Here we are talking about moving conferences. Here's Mike Hill talking about just that. It's transformational for our program, for our university, and for all the reasons that you just articulated. Yeah. Um, you know, and look, this is a program that that has a lot of momentum. We just set a school record with eight conference championships this past year, which is a remarkable feat, considering that we broke the previous year's record of five. Um, so we have teams that are performing at a really high level. And um, the bottom line is that the American sees that momentum and sees the potential in our place. We've talked about it before. The athletic department, it is moving in the right direction in really every single sport. I would say except football and basketball. And I'm not even trying to say that, that, is, that they're moving in the wrong direction. I like the direction they're going with Biff Pogey. That's mm-hmm. not to say that they're going downhill, right? I just mean in the wins and losses. There are Charlotte softball team, excellent track, baseball. We've already had success with their baseball team. It's been excellent all across the board. Basketball, not meeting expectations. Ron Sanchez seems like he gets out of Dodge before he might get fired at the end of this next season. And then he goes back to Virginia where he once came from. Same thing with the football program, right? Will Healy, after a bowl season, a couple of years later, ends up being fired. I think it was the right decision. And now enter Biff Pogey. So if you can get these things back on track, then there's not too many weaknesses that you're talking about. I will say this, though. NIL... When your head coach comes out and talks about people donating to the football program, then you're going to have to answer questions about NIL yourself. Mike Hill, Mike Hill did that on Mac and Bone earlier today, discussing the issue, or maybe not just the Charlotte issue that is name, image, and likeness. We have a lot of NIL activity, uh, for sure, and I think everybody would like to see more, but this is not unique to Charlotte. I talked to my colleagues across the country, and uh, without singling any of them out, I would say there are schools that – at the uh, at the Power Five level, and there are certainly programs at, at the uh, you know level of the American and others that are facing the same challenges. So this is not unique to us, but I think the fact that we have two platforms you know in place, there's a there's a collective that's in place that was formed this spring, uh, that's been that been funded by some some uh, people who are interested in the program and want to support it, uh, the Gold Mine Alliance, and then we also have the Niner Exchange, which is a platform we launched late in 2022 that allows businesses and individuals to connect directly with our student athletes. I have one more soundbite I want to get to before we move on. Maybe we can finish up some of our thoughts in the next segment, but I did want to get to this one from Mike Hill because here we are talking about the chicken or the egg thing. 
are fans going to have to show up during home games in order to help you win more games or are you going to have to win more games first and then the fans will show up in that regard you could argue either way you want to but if that is the case as you move to a bigger more competitive conference as you do hope to win more football games and do hope to have more butts in seats and i would imagine you want more seats for those butts to fill well here's mike hill talking about possible stadium expansion yeah, so we're still, you know, we're obviously still working hard on, on uh, developing those plans. We're currently in what's considered the advanced planning stages. There's the process we go through with the state, um, and that we issued RFPs uh, a little earlier or late spring into early summer, and that process is continuing. And um, we also are simultaneously, you know, sort of, you know, in the quiet uh, phase of our, of our fundraising. It's a, it's a massive project for football. Um, but you know, it's 14 months in from the time we announced that we were that we had renderings of a new state of a stadium expansion. We've made significant process progress rather, and so. But this process is one that does take some time, and I think right now what our focus has to be is this upcoming season. Let's fill the dang stadium. Let's again the one the one that we have, you know, 15,300 seats because I think we can demonstrate to the community the need for more seats, and uh, that will help us certainly with our efforts to, to raise the dollars needed to expand. Right. Before we start to expand, then you need to fill those things out because there's nothing more embarrassing than having a football team that is getting beat down while not having anybody in the upper section of your stadium after you add some of those seats in the previous offseason just for no one to sit in. That would be bad. Now, ultimately, everything is going to be decided by winning games. You win more games. All of this gets a lot easier, and a lot of this figures itself out.